Q&A with Bishop Julian Porteous. Well, we're back with another question and answer session with Bishop Julian Porteous. And I have with me Jovina Graham and myself, Jeremy Ambrose. And we have a very interesting topic today for you. Because, Bishop, can I ask you, I've met so many new people, new friends of mine, and I ask them, you know, what parish do you go to? And they say, oh, we, we kind of go here and there, we, we shop around, we, we're not really based in, in one parish. And... So I want to ask you about this, Bishop. I mean, have parishes reached their use-by date? You know, do parishes have a future? Or is the new, you know, fad going to be this shopping around or everyone just goes wherever they can, wherever they please? It's a question of the, the place and role of the parish in our life as Catholics is, is an important one. I think, firstly, it will remain the, the basic unit uh, that uh, nourishes our our life as Catholics, like it's worth thinking for a moment of the fact that we go to the parish church to be baptised, we will receive our first Holy Communion in our parish church, we go to the parish church for confirmation. The parish church should be the place we go when we get married, uh, go along to our marriage, and of course it's from the parish church that we're taken for, for Christian burial. So the parish church has traditionally had a very important role in the life of Catholics. It's really it's really our spiritual home. Mm. And it has traditionally been, parishes have always been understood to be a, a stable territorial unit of the diocese. And then the diocese together, of course, are united with the Pope as, as, um, as a link to the universal church. But the parishes are really the concrete realisation of the parish, of the church for us. We, we, um, we belong... Uh, to a diocese, but a diocese is a very large group, but it's really the parish where we come into more direct and personal contact with the church, with, with people. That's where the sacraments are celebrated. Now, the problem we have today is that um, there's a greater, there's greater mobility. People don't just live in the same village all their life, you know, as would have happened in medieval times. You would be born in a village, you'd, you'd grow up in the village, you stay in the village all your life. And so your associations with the parish church, the parish church would be at the centre of village life. It would be a place not only for, for Sunday worship, but for many other aspects of, of the life of the village. And so the parish was very much integral to the whole identity of being a Catholic. Now today in large urban centres with, with great mobility, with people not staying in the one location all their life, they may have to move, have to move interstate, move overseas, there's, there's so much more mobility in people's lives. So the fact of identification with one parish and, and a sense of belonging to one parish has very much diminished. However, I think the parish is still a vital unit uh, for the church and for our lives as Catholics. I think what it requires, firstly, is for us to, to make an effort because it does require more effort these days to make an effort to say, well, this is going to be my parish. Now, at times I may need to go here, go there, but I'm going to 
involve myself in my parish. All right, Bishop. So if if we if I am to make that commitment, and you've acknowledged that it is a commitment in our lives now to actually attend Mass at a particular place rather than the nearest church that we find on a Sunday, um, how, what does that involve? What does that kind of commitment to a parish involve? Does it always mean we've got to be helping out with Masses and things like that? Or what does it mean? I think one of the things we need to examine ourselves about these days is whether we have allowed our participation in the church to be seen more as, as just being consumers. You know, like we, just like we, we will go along to, uh, to a particular shop just to get what we want. We're not giving anything, obviously, to the, the shopping centre. We just want to use it for our own convenience. Now, that attitude can creep through into our approach to the church. We can see the church almost like a, a service centre. It provides me with Mass on Sundays. It provides me with the sacraments and, and so on. And, and people can adopt that attitude where they just see, well, the parish exists and I'll just use it when I need it. In other words, I'm not really making any contribution to to the parish. And I, I think that's what we, we need to challenge that view and say, no, the parish is going to be as good as the people in it contribute to its life. And, and so I think we need to say to people, choose a parish. That means maybe you can't go every Sunday because of various circumstances, but choose a parish and say, I'm not just going to use it as a service centre. I'm not just going to become a consumer in the parish. I'm actually going to contribute to the parish. That may be very simple. It may be very simple. You sort of say to the father, look, I'm happy to help out in the reading roster or something. Or it, it can be that, that I'm going to endeavour wherever I can to attend that Mass to that particular parish. I'm going to try to get to know people in the parish. I'm going to try and become part. This is going to be my community, my home. Now, I may even have to do it, be able to do it for five years because I'm about to be moved somewhere else because of my job or something. But I am going to enter the life of the parish and contribute in some way to the life of the parish. Hmm. And do you think, Bishop, this would be, you know, us really strengthening our parishes and and really helping that, you know, unity to, to last? I think it's good to think about a parish for a moment, not just in terms of the services it provides, but so what is a parish? Parish really is a living community. It's a, it's a parish is people. And the strength of a parish will be the strength of the people and, and their coming together and their participation in and contributing to the life of the parish. Parishes these days um, do an enormous range of things. Sometimes you see parishes list all the organisations, all the services, mm. all that they do, and it's very impressive, very impressive. You see, these parishes are very active communities doing all sorts of wonderful things. But they do wonderful things because people in the parish I put the hand up and said, yes, I want to contribute. I want to be part of this. I want to uh, express my Catholic faith by participating in the life of the parish. So, so I think the key thing is, is for a person to say, no, parishes really are important for the life and ministry of the church and I want to contribute to the parish that I'm part of. Okay. So if young people are, are wanting to do this, I, I know it can be sometimes intimidating when you 
you look at a parish and you think, well, I want to commit to this parish, what can I contribute? And all the roles are filled. You know, you've got the really organised people of our parents' generation who were running the reading roster and running leadership committees and, and all that sort of thing. How can a young person really be involved in, in a parish that runs by itself already? Hmm. I, I know sometimes parishes are, are slow uh, to recognise new people who come along. I think we don't do that well as, as Catholics. And sometimes people can uh, want to be involved but are never asked and, uh, and so f- and feel a bit awkward about coming forward and presenting themselves to, to contribute in some ways. But I think it's, it's probably, if there's a particular work in the parish that you're interested in, um, it, even if you don't go along to the priests, you, you could go along to, to some people, like you might be interested in St Vincent de Paul, and so you, you sort of recognise somebody in the parish who's doing work with St Vincent de Paul, and you're interested in that, you might go along and say, look, I'd like to help you. I'm sure they'll they'll grab you and give you a a, a role to play with St Vincent de Paul. Um, so there are ways that you could look at the parish, look at your own gifts, your own interests, your own time availability, and um, and then say I will um, I'll make an approach to somebody in the parish and, and offer my services to that to that person. Bishop, I have one more little question um, based on something you said earlier, but. You know, you often find people choosing a, you know, a, a different parish because there's a nice church there to get married in. So what do you think about this? It's a, a very common thing these days. Um, a lot of priests say, well, what, what tends to happen is people look first for the reception and then they'll go and pick a nice church and then they'll try and find a priest. We <laughs> <laughs> will do it. Well, it should be the other way around. But, uh, I mean, that's a bit of the reality today. All I would say is I, I think... Uh, if we build an association with a parish, we've grown up in that parish, um, and even if it hasn't got the fanciest church or the best location for me, I'm going to say, this is my parish. This is, this is my community. This is, and I've been in this church, I've prayed in this church, and somehow this church is part of me. Yeah. So even though it's not the, uh, the greatest church in the world, and I really like a really beautiful church, they get lovely photos, I'm going to say, no. I'm going to get married in my parish church because that's who I am as Catholic. I'm part of a parish community. Wow, that's quite a challenge. I have one final little question for you, Bishop. You talked about community before, um, and I, I love this idea of fostering a community in your parish. But often the only time you see people is, is at Mass regularly. Do you think um, we should all hang around in the church after Mass and, and catch up then so that we can foster that community? I, I think it's important, um, this aspect of community is an important part of being a Catholic. Um, yes, our sacramental life, our relationship with, with God, of course, is central. But um, we're human beings and, and we do need community. And I think we need community more and more today because the environment around us is so alien to our Catholicism. And also, because of all sorts of uh, factors now, we've got to work at community. Whereas before, as I said, you had a village. It was kind of natural community because, because people just lived in the same location. But now we've got to work at community. It doesn't just come naturally. And so I think we do need to make efforts to, to build community. And so that means sticking around after Mass, talking to people, may mean reaching out a bit, beyond our own comfort zone and 
and particularly not just saying I'm just going to be an anonymous consumer mm. in the parish. Brilliant. Well, that was um, that was a really interesting exploration of, of parish life, and yeah. I think a bit of a challenge to a challenge to us all. all young people out there. Yeah. come this time when we uh, just talk about different interesting things from our Catholic heritage and background. Um, there's a word that uh, I'm sure we've all heard many, many times, the word carnival. Yes. And it's actually got a specific uh, background in, uh, in Christianity that I, I find rather, rather interesting. The word carnival that we use today actually comes from the Latin, or two words from Latin, the word carnis which means flesh, and the word levare, which means to remove. So if you want the, the origins of the word, which seems rather strange to us, this whole idea of, of removing flesh, or in other words, not eating flesh, that's really what, what it means. And um, again, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's connected with the traditions and practices around the season of Lent. As you know, the season of Lent was a time of fast and abstinence and in um, uh, medieval times the abstinence was quite uh, quite extreme. People would actually abstain from the eating of meat throughout the Lenten season. So the, the idea was that Lent's coming, we've got to have a big feast and we're going to have plenty of meat. We're going to have a real mosh up and of great celebration and a great occasion because this is the last time we'll be able to eat meat until Easter. Mm -hmm. So the whole idea of a, of a celebration, of a great meal together, a carnival, because this is the last time we can eat meat before Lent begins. Wow. So all those carnivals that come in spring and, and winter, very ill-placed indeed. They are, at least according to the, the ancient practices of the Catholic Church. Oh, interesting. In the words of the seekers, the carnival is over. You've been listening to Q&A with Bishop Julian Porteous. For more episodes, visit credio.org.au.